broadcasting from a little liberal town known in Madison, Wisconsin. This is the Sauce Report. And your host today, Sauslin Timison. Are you interested in investing today? Or maybe investing for your future? I sure am. When I found out about this wonderful service that they could help me invest for my future, I, I went on this public investing uh, website, which is an investing firm out of New York. They have done a fantastic job in building my portfolio, which is very diversified. And now that, but they will also help you. You are more than welcome to click on the link below and it will bring you to uh, the public investment site where you get to sign up today and you get one free stock of any of your choice. I, I don't know about you, but that sounds like a deal. If you want to, again, to maybe look into it, that's publicinvestment.com where they will explain and answer any questions you have. And that is what is brought to you by today on the Sauce Report. Remember to keep it saucy. Bye. Well, hello and welcome to the Sauce Report. And we have an awesome guest slash my co-host, but I feel like I should reintroduce myself and uh, to you guys as my co-host, as Michael Gardner, who is the, co- the founder and the main host of Savage Unfiltered. And yes, I've made multiple appearances. And now here he is for his big debut on the Famous Sauce Report. And he is, I think, not in the middle of the big, big hurricane Ida, are you? Or no, no. Uh, safely, it's past us by now. It's uh, it's actually in the Atlantic as we speak. So, my favorite co-host and my good friend of mine, Michael Gardner. Hey, hey, hey. good man, good. Uh, doing doing pretty good. Um, uh, been taking a little, somewhat of a break from podcasting. Um, uh, sometimes we need it, but um, uh, last week we uh, we had some episodes that aired, and this week we kind of took it, you know, took it slow, you know, because yeah. I think everybody needs a break, right, Sauce? Absolutely. Well, just like my, you know, my ex girlfriends, I'm sure they gotta take a break for me too one of these days, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so. You know, so can we talk about something? I know we were supposed to talk about Sports Wednesday, but I think since we've not, like, uh, talked about um, since NFL hasn't started yet, um, I think it's respectable that I'm going to throw a curveball on Michael. But can we talk about what recently happened where Tucker Carlson mentioned about potential, like, assassination on President Trump? He mentioned that on a podcast. Did you catch that? Yeah, I I seen that, and it's uh it's kind of like blowing up all over the place on uh, on X. Uh, I I mean, it's getting a huge presence on X right now, and I did see that that comment that Tucker made, and I'm not really sure where he's going with that sauce. To be honest with you, I'm not either, and I want to really touch in on base on that. First of all. You know, since we, you and I haven't been on my show for a hot, hot minute, what do you think everything that's going on with all these four indictments, 
um, what do you think is going on with President Trump? Like, what do you think is going on? And why are those so why are they so heavily attacking President Trump? Like, can you explain to the listeners? I mean, because I want your standpoint, because I'm sure they're tired of me talking about the quick sauce report. I'm sure they're kind of they probably want to get a different point of view. What do you think of everything that's going on? Well, I mean, uh, yeah, Sash, you nailed it like very, very accurately. I mean, uh, everybody's getting sick and tired of, of of this, right? It's been going on since 2015, right? We're now in 2000. Okay, so for the last like eight, almost nine years, we've been hearing uh, indictment, witch hunts, uh, collusion with Russia, uh, uh, China. Uh, I mean, it, it's just one thing after the next, man. They've been like literally attacking this man since he came down uh, the famous escalators there in New York City at Trump Tower. Okay. I mean, Asaz, I mean, I don't know about you, but every single time I turn on the news, it's like, oh, well, we think, uh, you know, uh, 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 President Trump is going to quit and he's going to fold. Had enough of the witch hunts and he has enough of the uh, indictments and he's just going to quit presidency and he's going to quit running in 2024. I don't think he's going to quit, man. I think it's fueling his base. I think uh, the MAGA Republicans are getting stronger and stronger by the minute, by the day. Okay, I mean, I just look at a poll just like uh, like the other day. Okay, and it shows that Donald Trump would be uh, uh, Joe Biden in a landslide. I mean, I literally just seen that uh, Mm -hmm. just just the other day, literally beats him in a landslide. I mean, what's that say? Are they going to fish up another fake uh, indictment? Are they going to fish up another fake conclusion? With, with some type of country. I mean, this is getting, it's getting a little old sauce, if you ask me. It is. And this, what's scary about it is, is that a lot of people, I want to give them a quick uh, history lesson. A lot of people think that Martin Luther King Jr. was persecuted by the Republican Party. That is completely false. The, Martin, the, P, the same political party that went after him is the same political party that is going after Donald J. Trump. I just want to reiterate that because we have had news reports of stating that, well, it's the Republican Party that went after Martin Luther King Jr. and it's the Republican Party that locked him up in jail. No, let's check. Back in Fulton County, back in the 1960s, it was heavily Democratic. What was it when President Trump went in? It was heavily Democratic. So I want to educate the listeners it, it wasn't the Republican Party that locked him up. It was the Democratic Party, and they are still the same. They've not changed. They've not changed their narrative. And you know what well, I think about? Yeah, yeah Sasha, if I may chime in, man, you, you make an excellent point, all right? Uh, you mentioned uh, Georgia, right? Heavily Democratic area. It still is uh, somewhat. Uh, I, I mean, if you look at the charts, yeah, Georgia is a red state, okay? It's led by a Republican. I mean, but Martin Luther King had a huge presence in the 60s, uh, mainly in, in Atlanta and the surrounding areas of Atlanta. I mean, there's a, a, a huge area uh, for Martin Luther King. There's the museum for Martin Luther King right in downtown Atlanta. So it, it kind of it, it's kind of coincidence 
of what's going on right now with Donald Trump and, you know, the recent uh, arrest in Fulton County that has a lot of comparison with Martin Luther King. I mean, doesn't isn't that kind of coincidence that this all leads back to Martin Luther King, to Donald Trump, Fulton County, uh, Atlanta, Georgia. I mean, is that coincidence or is that just me saying that? Uh, that's not that's not coincidence at all. And a matter of fact, perfect so, timing. Josh. It is perfect timing because this brings me to another brings me to another uh, talking point. As I sent you, there's this article, of course, circulating around Madison, Wisconsin, and I sent you the article. Okay. Yeah, I've seen that. What do you, and there are two different articles. What do you think about that? I mean, I want you, I want to explain to the viewers what happened and what the article actually, I didn't, of course, I sent you the glimpse of it and it literally put it in like bold letters. Sasson Timison goes after a Trump support. What do you think about I seen that. I seen that, and I, I, I and I want to comment on that, folks, because like clearly you have a reporter that uh, basically uh, uh, to attack Sauce. I mean, obviously they seen the red hat that Sauce was wearing, "Make America Great Again" hat, and they twist the language, Sauce. Okay, this is what media is now today. They take everything and they twist it around. They twist the language. They twist the narratives. Okay, uh, they they labeled Sauce as a person that is a, a he's a biased Trump supporter and he's not for Trump and he thinks that Trump lies. Sauce, I read the whole damn article. First of all, I, I, you know, on my show, Savage Unfiltered, we we have what's called. A Trump supporter, and then we have what's called a Trump cultist. Okay, and clearly, Sas, I don't think you're a Trump cultist. You support President Trump, but you're not a cultist. Okay, uh, there's there's two differences. Just like Biden, there are Biden supporters, and there are Biden uh, cultists. Or I can say something else, but I'm gonna be PG on that. I think everybody kind of knows where I'm going with that. But uh, mm-hmm. but I mean, to 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 come out. And just lie about ridiculous nonsense in that article. I mean, I I, I want to ask myself, who comes up with this garbage to just write this stuff? I mean, it's crazy. I mean, this is not the first time that Sasa is getting attacked, folks. I mean, you can go back all the way to uh, January 6th where Sas was actually up in the Capitol. And write another stupid article that was put out by you, Sash, right? Yeah, and it was it was circulated around. But here's my question for you, though. Okay, I, I mean, I try to look for you, and no offense, I can find like I only, I only found good articles about you. You know, why can't I find good articles about like me? Like, no, I'm not trying to make it self centered. I'm not trying to find it self centered. Why can't I find like actual decent articles without? slinging my um not two different two like completely two different articles that are very heavily noticed in wisconsin and even nationally and stuff why is my name getting slung in the mud because you know my you know my mom said to me today tonight she she was moved to tears and she said sasa i'm really really worried about you you know and she's like because they're going after you 
and they're not holding anything back. And she said that this is only the tip of the iceberg. And I, I was almost, I had to shed a tear. Well, as a, because you have a daughter, I'm not a parent. Right. And so what do you think about that statement? Your own mom saying that they're coming after you and she's very worried about you. What do you think about that? Well, I mean, uh, uh, I, I kind of agree with your mother. I mean, I wish I had my mother still around to, to kind of, uh, you know, have that support, but, um, my mother's long passed by now, but anyway, um, I, I mean, I, I, I agree with your mother and, you know, your mother should be concerned and, and worried as a parent. I mean, but, uh, you know, Sas, it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's a crazy world we live in. It really is. It's, it's, a, it's a different type of society. Uh, politics have changed in the, rapidly in the last 20 years. Uh, you know, it's uh, our, our our parties are more divided than ever today, ever today. And and this is the, the exact everybody wants a question, you know, uh, because I get this question all the time. You know, I talk to people, you know, off the show and and, and certain people I, I know in media and, you know, um, and I ask this question. I'm like, you know, and, and they ask the same question to me, like everybody always wants to understand how of Abraham Lincoln was, you know, during his presidency of, 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 of just a, uh, still just a, a, a country uh, coming together, uh, being birth. And people want to know, like, how was the country then? Well, you know, if you ever want to know what the country was like then during, uh, during the presidency of uh, Abraham Lincoln and that time in America, uh, look at the America that we live under today. It, it's it's no different. I mean, it, it's very much divided. Uh, a lot of people are saying, and 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 I talk to a lot of friends that I know in the media and 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 others, you know, in other uh, industries, and they say the same thing that uh, they truly believe that this country is more divided uh, than ever before, more divided than the. Uh, original uh, foundation of America, and and I mean, if if, if that's the case, us we're we're we we're not out of this rabbit hole yet. I mean, I, I don't know how we can come out of it, really. I mean, look look where we're at right now. We're we're at two parties literally battling each other for supremacy. It, it's terrible. So, how do you explain to? So, for the listeners that have, I mean, you would be surprised of how much backlash I've gotten. Can you can you tell the listeners to give them reassurance and tell them like, hey, you know what, Sasson is not a bad guy after all. He loves his well, country. You're not a bad guy. I, I I don't understand the pictures. Okay, like I I seen the pictures. You know, Sas sent me some pictures. You know, and then I also checked out the article online, Sas. Okay, through uh, what is that, Wisconsin? Uh, I forgot the. It's R R Wisconsin, right? Right, or something like that. Wisconsin, right, and now that, but then you also have Wisconsin State Journal and Wisconsin yeah, yeah. The the main article that I'm referring to is Wisconsin, right? I, I was checking out that article that that I put out on you, okay? That just was slandering the hell out of you, you know? Where you know they 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 they, I mean, clearly as day. I mean, you support President Trump. You're a supporter of President. 
of the Republican Party. You just want what's best for this country. Okay, you can clearly see that in the picture. But like, how can you, how can you twist an image? Okay, rewrite the body language of you. Okay, where you're pointing the finger back at the other person in that photo. Okay, so clearly you're having an argument with him. He's having an argument with you. I mean, it looked like somewhat of a civil argument. There was really no violence. Okay, um, not that I can see of. So how could you? How can someone twist that? I just don't understand it. And then you're going to have idiots out there, Sauce, that are actually going to buy it, and they're going to be like, "Oh, look at him. He he he's he's an instigator, and, and he's and he and." And and, he, and he's inciting violence and this and that. This is the country we became. It's dangerous. It really is. It is. And what do you think? So what do you think my mom is referring to saying that they're coming after you? What do you mean by that? Do you potentially, I mean, what do you think about when you say that as a parent, when you, when you would say that as a parent or as a concerned individual, what do you expect? Like, do you expect me? Like, what do you think? Well, you're cut. You're carrying presence. I mean, you know, you know, like you were just at like the GOP um, uh, debate, right? Uh, last yeah. week. Depending on how you view the episode, folks, it was last week. You know, and I mean, the, I'm sure it had caught some attention through, uh, you know, that main article that put 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 that out on uh, against you, uh, Wisconsin, right? So I'm sure they seen the presence. That's probably why they're attacking you, Sauce, because they seen that presence with you uh, circulating with Newsmax and other large, large uh, broadcast networks. So they're using you as leverage, okay? Uh, you know, Sas being the good guy, you know, uh, taking, you know, uh, portraits with Marjorie Green and, you know, the others, Matt Gates and all these other big type of politicians. So they're like, okay, this small town Wisconsin kid, okay, so we're just going to use him as leverage. That's what they're doing, Sas. They're using you as leverage, you know? Man, and oh, and speaking of that, I had uh, my conversation with Marjorie Taylor Greene was absolutely phenomenal. Um, oh, yeah. And she, we, she complimented on my show and she complimented on my willingness to fight. And now that, but so did Matt Gates. And it was interesting because also we had Mike Pence. Okay. Yeah, I seen that. I seen that. I wanted to question yes, question you do. with with Mike Pence because you know, obviously, folks. I mean, if you listen to the show, uh, you know, Sauce had had some comments in the past. You know, uh, some negative and also positive comments against Mike Pence. I mean, maybe we'll start with the positive comments, right? He he's you know, he, uh, first of all, Sauce, I. Let's get with the positive comments. Was there any positive comments that you had said about uh, Mike Pence when you were talking to him? Um, uh, no, actually. No. Okay. I was okay. No, we'll go I, right to the negative questions then. <laughs> like, what? What just? What do you have to say to him? So, of course, the same news media, okay, took this out of connotation, and I meant to take a regular picture with him. But you realize how sick and twisted the media is because I meant to take a picture of um, of him, like just me standing next to him, you know, not just like me, like him looking back and me like m- moving forward. That's not the picture I was looking for. But of course, you have a sick and twisted media 
But it was interesting because it fit what I was saying to him. And you know what I said to him? I, I can only imagine. <laughs> I would rather vote for a toilet bowl before I would even consider voting for you. Oh yeah. Is that's probably when you said that. That's that's the that's the uh the caption that whoever took that fo- uh that fo- uh that photo, excuse me. They they took it at the right precise time because it looks like he's like ready to like strangle you or something. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> hey, you're doing something that, you know, people probably are wanting to question him about but obviously don't have the out or or just don't even like it doesn't even come across their mind but i'm glad you got that out there i mean what do you have to say it in, in regards to that did he did he have a rebuttal or a response or what well it was interesting because you know, you so that other event that was there, um, that was the night before, and that was with uh, Riley Gaines, and that was with your other Republican officials, and it was yeah, that was a smaller there. event, right? I was yeah. like almost like a like a hotel type setting or something. It was, but it was conference room it, setting yeah, or something. It was a very, it was a very, very fancy, and it was invite only, uh. um, and it was a very high end, and it was like gorgeous, um, and it was more of a fundraiser. But what happened was, was that after I stated that comment, um, other people went up to me and started asking questions. You know, the media people went up to me and said, why would you say that kind of a comment? I said, well, look what he did to America. He did something. He could have had an option to do something right. But no, he caved under pressure. He caved under Nancy Pelosi. He caved and said, no, there was no voter fraud. And clearly there was. And that's why I stated to him, I would rather vote for a toilet bowl. So then the media started bombarding him with questions after I stated that. And then he left. And people were upset that I drove him away. I don't think he drove him away. I think he was just uh, – he, he was under pressure. I mean, I'm sure he still is under pressure. There's thousands of reporters that are probably wanting to question the same thing or probably the, the same type of statements to him. I mean, you know, clearly this, this guy – like you said, Sauce had the opportunity to do the right thing, and so he didn't do the right thing. Yeah, he didn't do the right thing. He didn't deliver, Sauce. He didn't deliver it to the American public. I mean, so- he could have clearly said, "Okay, uh, you know, I think there's some type of suspicious activity going on uh, with the 2020 election. Uh, we should look into this." Uh, and do what's right for the American people, but he didn't. He completely ignored all the possibilities and said, "There's no voter fraud. There's no voter voter fraud." And that was that. And then, basically, in a, in a, in a nutshell, it was dismissed, and it was basically the discussion was walked away. I mean, so my question for you then is. Do you think this is the retaliation of the GOP known as the establishment going after me? Yeah, I, I believe I, I believe that would be. Uh, I, I, yeah. What else would it be? I mean, I mean, they're going after you. They're going after after a lot of people. I mean, I mean, look, 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 look at Tucker Carlson. I mean, now he's making these 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 claims now with uh, a possible possibility of a. Of, of an assassination plot against the former president of the United States. I mean, that's serious, serious stuff. 
I mean, they're trying to do everything, Sauce. This is, you know what this is? This is about power. It's a power grab. They want power, okay? And when you have power like that, uh, you are addicted to it and you can't let it go. It's a source of power uh, that you and I would not understand until we actually had that power. We have an understanding of it, but the only people that truly understand that are people like, you know, Mike Pence, Donald Trump, Joe Biden, big, big politicians that had that power. And some of them still do to this day, and they don't want to lose it. Now, some will use the power in a positive sense, and some will use the power in a corrupted sense. And we're seeing that right now with this uh, GOP establishment. We're also seeing this against the deep state because the deep state is very heavily involved uh, of the White House right now. Very, very heavily involved. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, and can I, and can, I, um, can I also state this as well? I said this on Newsmax. Okay, I said this on Newsmax. I said this on uh, multiple platforms. I had to pinch myself. You know, I stated this. I said, I had to pinch myself. And I said, am I actually in America or am I back in Russia? How sad is it for an immigrant that fled communism to pinch himself in a land that's supposed to be free and ask him if I'm back in my home country? Let's think about that. How sad is that? Like, I mean, do you, I mean, I'm sure you've never like walked in my shoes, but can you imagine being in my shoes and like pinching yourself and like, am I back in my country? Because this is exactly what it's like. I, you know, I, I, I was never in your shoes, Sauce, but I, I actually have, and I, and I couldn't imagine of what you've gone through, you know, as a little boy and, you know, coming into this country and everything and finally thinking, you know, as a young tot saying, you know, I finally made it, you know, I'm, I'm in the land of the free and things are going to be great. And then fast forward, you know, what is it? 15 or oh, 20 something years later, you know, you're re you're seeing and you're re-experiencing the same crap that you've seen from your former country. And it's, it's repeating itself. And you're like, this is not why I came here. Mm-hmm. I thought I came here for, for better opportunity. Uh, for uh, civil, civil um, uh, uh, freedom and everything else. And now you're seeing violence and you're seeing mayhem and you're seeing all the same stuff that you once seen. I mean, you probably don't remember it as much because you were young, but I mean, it's still in your mindset. It will forever be in your mindset. So I can, I completely understand what you, what you mean, Sauce. I mean, I remember hearing stories from, you know, my great, great grandparents that fled, you know, oppression and suppression in, 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 from Ireland. I mean, I, I'm Irish. I have uh, Scottish uh, uh, relatives that came over, you know, through Ellis Island. And I have uh, Italian relatives that, that escaped uh, uh, Italy. Okay. And they escaped all those countries of what we're experiencing right now in America, the same stuff. Everything is repeating over and over and over. You can imagine what you've gone through. I was never in your, your shoes and I was never in my grandparents and, you know, and their shoes and stuff like that. And, and it's gotta be a terrible feeling. It really is because, well, yeah. Especially it is because, you know, back, so I came to America when I was eight and a half years old. And what's really heartbreaking is, 
you know, in my eight and a half years, I remember exactly people that stood up for what was right. They, they were attacked, you know, they yeah. were attacked and their political party was attacked and they were attacked personally through like slugging their name through the paper. And then it started off doing that. And then it started from like people calling you out to like people putting you in the paper to like not all that, but then people, the, the DOJ on you. And I've showed you pictures of that where there's active case numbers, you know, <clears throat> and what's next, you know, I'm going to go to prison. Yeah. You know, and the interesting part is that I would have never imagined. And to me, the reason why I've cried about it is because I would never, ever imagine that we would be living through this same kind of a style of government. And that's why, to me, 2024 is more important than ever, because I don't think I can afford. And I told my mom this. And my mom's like, Sasson, I don't think once 2024, there's another Democrat. Gov-. Like, she doesn't call them Democrats. She calls them fascists. The fascist well, you know, you're, you're, you're mentioning your mother a lot. Like, uh, it, it, I mean, I'm not sure how heavily involved six, but is she involved with six at all? I mean, does she, does she have uh, a support for either party or is she pretty much like neutral about all this? So she is, so she is more of a Republican, but she keeps it quiet and, okay. but it breaks, it absolutely breaks her heart seeing all the op and it's and i want to tell you michael it's very weird seeing your name like circulating around the paper and seeing stories around you and it's like very weird for me to do that like these past couple weeks it's been super strange you know people are like messaging me and stuff and it's like it's weird i'm like well that's not that's not how i was depicted at all and you know when i do the quick sauce report or when i do something like that it's so weird how people like message me and all that but my mom said it absolutely is breaking her heart because she kind of understood how I joined the military and I got really sick and that this was my second opportunity in life. Well, did your mother understand that, you know, you're not doing these, you know, you're not doing these appearances and you're not going to these conferences and, you know, stuff like that and getting, uh, you know, presented in the paper. You're not doing it for, you know, attention or, you know, try to be cool and say, Hey man, I made it on Newsmax. No, no, you're doing it, man, because you're doing, you know, like every American should do, you know, like fighting for their country, making sure that they preserve freedom and liberty. I mean, I hope people understand that. I, I, I hope your mama even understands that, you know, you're doing it for right reasons, not just for, you know, for publicity or attention, you know, because you have that, Sasha. You have actually people that, that do this. They're, they're called instigators. You know, they want to just go in the paper just to be an instigator or they want to have that five minute of fury and, you know, fame and stuff like that. That be of mine. And then you ask them, like, then you ask them, like, exactly what they're arguing about or why they're yelling in the mic or why they're yelling and stuff. You ask them and they have no idea. You know how embarrassing that sounds? Yeah, they, they have no idea. I mean, I see that here in Florida. I mean, yeah. I was talking to somebody the other day in downtown Orlando, and I'm like, well, uh, you know, what do you think of what's going on, you know, with 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 everything that we see in uh, in the media and on TV, you know, Biden and then, you know, Trump getting arrested and, you know, possibly now they're saying Trump might not be eligible to run in 2024 because of the arrest at Atlanta and this and that. And some I get a clear answer. Some I just like I get the most idiotic nonsense of responses it's 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 like 
come on, Mike, why bother to even ask these questions? Because you know what you're going to get in return. Yeah. And then you ask the same question. Well, do you support Trump or do you support Biden? Oh, I support anybody besides that stupid racist. You know, like, oh, Donald Trump's a racist. Donald Trump's a bigot. Okay, well, all right, give me a clear example of why he's a racist or a bigot. And they can't, and they can't give you a response. You know, and, they just. <laughs> and, and, and it blows my mind, you know. And now that, but then, I, now I understand how this country, like the 2024 election is more important more than ever. You know, and I understand why, because the fact that we live in a country, and a lot of people don't know this as well, and I want to I wanna ask you as well this other question, okay? How is it that you see more immigrants standing behind President Trump and, and more, speaking out more than ever than in our lifetime than compared to actual Americans? You know, when you come to see actual Americans, like born Americans, they shun them and they call them out and say, no, who do you think you are? Go back hmm. to your country where you belong. Why do you think that is? Uh, I think that the the support level that Trump has with, you know, especially Hispanics and, and other immigrants. Um, I, I mean, I can speak on this, you know, just living in Florida sauce. I mean, the Hispanic communities here in Florida, I mean, they support Donald Trump 110%. I mean, especially South Florida. Uh, Central Florida. And I think the reason why they support Donald Trump is because of that message that he brought across the table, you know, for all those years of campaigning and, you know, even into his presidency. I mean, he's bringing a movement that no other candidate brought ever before. And he's actually standing behind his, his promises, like w rather than another uh, p politician, you know, just spitting empty promises and just you know bs sauce you know yeah. he he's, he's delivering you know i i i like that term deliver or delivering i use it a lot because like you can have somebody say what they're gonna do okay that's anybody can do that anybody can go on a on a mic and cut a promo okay you know hollywood actors do it politicians do it you can cut that promo if you're really good on the mic okay but are you going to stand and deliver behind that promo or are you just going to throw you know a whole bunch of bs to the american public and you didn't see that with donald trump and no. and he caught a lot of uh, a lot of presence not just with you know uh white and caucasian men and women uh, and 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 through the black uh, communities, but he caught that through the Hispanic communities, through the Asian communities, all over the country. And people seen what he was about. He wasn't this, you know, billionaire headshot, you know, uh, big shot, you know, that would that made you know a couple movies in the past, and you know had his own reality TV show, and you know made appearances with you know professional wrestling and UCF. Uh, UFC and all that other stuff. He was a man that literally delivered to the American people. So I think that's why the, I think that's why, you know, a lot of immigrants are even standing behind. Yeah. I, I personally think that the reason why I stand behind him is because I'm page. I love this country and he loves this country. And the interesting part is that you don't have to like, he gave up everything. He doesn't have to fight for this country. He can just go off in the sunset and just live his life out. 
now we have this complete buffoon that has literally actually committed crimes known as Dark Brandon. He loves to call himself Dark Brandon, a.k.a. Joe Biden. And he has completely desecrated this country. And he's touting all how good the the Bidenomics is good and talking about how wonderful everything is. And and the media gets behind him. And it it blows my mind of how uneducated the American people really are. Oh, they're they're very uneducated, Sas. You know, I I just – I wanted to mention this before, uh, you know, we we, we lose – uh, the contrast of this uh, this topic here, since you're mentioning Joe Biden and criminal activity, you know, there was a, uh, a, a Twitter space that I was in earlier today and I found it fascinating, uh, which I rarely fit, uh, find Twitter spaces, uh, even act, well, excuse me, acts, right? I, everybody's always still saying Twitter, you know, because they've gotten used to saying Twitter. But I, I was in this X space uh, earlier today. And sometimes, you know, I, I never really find those spaces fascinating because half the time they're just like a bunch of like tech geeks coming on. So I was just trying to, you know, get their their, you know, their opinions in and everything else. That's all you find on X now these days is, you know, tech geeks and, you know, people that are in, you know, uh, uh, the software business and stuff like that. And uh, a couple of government, uh, uh, you know, employees will, will go on there and stuff like that. But uh, they were talking about the uh, the past criminal activity with with Joe Biden. And one of the reasons why Jill Biden uh, uh, accepted the marriage and everything else, you know, and, and there was a whole story behind that. And I mean, they got into like, oh, you know, uh, with uh the oh god they were going back before even uh joe biden got into politics like with his his mob dealings and stuff like that and you know wilmington and i mean all over the northeast and i'm like all right this guy's running the running the damn uh country and how come they don't look into this sauce how come they don't look into his mob dealings you know not only in the united states you know because he was heavily i don't know if you knew this sauce but he was heavily involved with the mob Okay, and I'm sure the media knows this, but they never really talk about it. Yeah, and and it, and it's like, and no, you, and now you wonder why he has sold part of the fence and part of the border wall for almost four million dollars, and has literally opened up the floodgates, literally. And if you look at the southern border, and all of them are militarized men. And it just blows my mind. And he's and he's just allowing the fentanyl and the crime go all rampant. That's like a mob. That's what a mob boss would do. You know, he has and he's allowing his boyfriend Zelensky to do whatever he wants in America. You know, we you know, and this whole prolonging war and how they're rebuilding Ukraine. And it's like it just is absolutely appalling and sickening. And then we have Moscow Mitch, who froze again today for 30 seconds. And the I've seen talk. that. Like they, they, they were trying to get like some type of like uh, 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 reaction from him. They're like, we're like, uh, Senator uh, uh, McConnell, um, are you going to be uh, uh, rerunning for a reelection? And he's like, what in the hell are you talking about? And then all of a sudden, he just like froze up. They literally had to like mute the mic and like his handlers. Did you see it? Sounds his handlers had to come up. Oh, I, 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 I posted that on my TikTok saying, 
when are we going? This is the we need term limits, you know. Yeah. I mean, other than that, it should be a very. This um, I'm going to another conference in D.C. and I want to have you back on because I want to have your input. Um, it's called the Department of Defense Conference in Washington D.C. and I'll be in attendance. And my goal is to try to get as much informed as I can. But other than that, I'm you know this is not the country I grew up in. This is not the country I want my kids to grow up in because I don't know if we're gonna be a free country. I don't know if we're even gonna have anything left afterwards. You know that's I mean that's like the big picture. I don't know if I don't know if I feel safe having my kids going out and about and going to public school. I didn't and. You know, we could talk um, for about an hour or so, but I have to head on out. Um, again, I want to say thank you so much to my favorite co-hosts. And again, we're going to be back on hopefully next week. We're going to try to do this a weekly thing um, if Michael's okay with it. And Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, Mike, because my schedule, Sauce, I mean, obviously, you know, Sauce, Sauce knows what I do with my line of work set aside for podcasting. And I can't get into that detail, you know, because it's it's very confidential. But I mean... You know, we we should, Sauce, at least try to do it for, like, a, a weekly basis and everything like that. But, uh, I mean, like, we, we we have to keep on fighting. We we can't give up. We, we really can't. We're just about there. I think, like, if we continue fighting the route that we're on, Sauce, uh, I clearly think that we can save this country within five, ten years, at least. Yeah. Yep. So, all righty, guys. Well, with this in mind, remember to keep us saucy. Bye. You just heard an episode of The Sash Report, a podcast on Spotify, iHeart, and anywhere you hear a podcast. Remember, guys, hit that like and follow button. See you next time, and keep it saucy.